Welcome, welcome everyone. I am thrilled to be here with this remarkable woman and I know that you are going to get so much value out of her story and I personally worked with Stacy as a coach and just cannot say enough about her and so you are capable of more than you know and mindset expert Stacy Berger will coach you through a proven system of transformation to create those next level results with ease. For over 20 years, Stacy has studied and implemented transformational success principles. She combines her years of experience in top corporate operations, marketing and multi-million dollar acquisitions with a deep holistic understanding of success principles that create results. Stacy is the creator of Mastery of Mind, Get Focused, Get Results, and the co-author of Mentoring Women Leaders Too. She's spoken internationally to thousands of individuals and has appeared in numerous local, national, and international publications and webcasts. Stacy's heart-centered approach to sustainable, full-spectrum success will launch you into a higher level of thinking, open up more possibilities, and result in positive outcomes in your life and business. You can rely on Stacy's experience with business success principles, mindset tools, and practical life coaching concepts to help you achieve your goals. So welcome, try not to clap into the mic. Welcome, Stacy. So glad you could join us today. And I would love you to share your story. So we're talking about my dead dragon. What was that? You know, what was that process for you? How did you wake up? Did, were you always awake in realizing that you needed to be the heroine of your own story? Mm, thank you, Catherine. It is so good to be here. And I just think this is such a great platform. And it, I've been thinking a lot about this being the heroine of my, my own story and, and what that means to me and what that's looked like in my life. And as I reflect, it's so fascinating. I feel like there was a part of me innately that always knew life was up to me. And I would attribute that to my upbringing, but also just, again, to this innate knowing. And my parents were entrepreneurs. They were big believers in independence and you make your own way. You're responsible for your own results. So I believe that I grew up with that. And of course, like anything, we live into that deeper and deeper as life goes on. And so part of me knew that part of me always believed that I, I would be responsible for my own results. And I'm really grateful for that because I know that's not mm. everybody's experience. And fast forward that I, I think a time where I really leaned into that more was actually after my first breakup. So my first true love, mm. and it was a high school sweetheart dated in, I'm going to say those prime years of, you know, moving out of home, going to college, you know, that discovering yourself phase Well, we were in a relationship and, um, you know, it was a great relationship. It was happy. It wasn't that it was negative, but when it came to an end, there was this feeling of being lost and that who am I mm. and really felt like I had not adopted a personality, but you know, you kind of, you grow together and, and you're a couple, but okay, but who's Stacy? Mm. And that sent me on this bit of exploration to rediscover myself, which I think is a natural thing to do in your early twenties. And 
when all of a sudden you find yourself in a transition and, you know, I think it's easy to say, Oh, young love. And, but I think that's a develop, you know, that was a choice. Like, okay, who am I and who do I want to be? And, and it didn't take mm. long again, I think, cause I had a pretty good grounding, but where I found myself again, mm. and I took that power back and, you know, made the decision that I always want to be true to who I am, no matter who else is in my life. And that was a powerful declaration as I look back on it with my awareness mm. today. And, you know, that brought me some success in my career and, um, you know, again, knew that I wanted to be great in my career, had, was very ambitious and had big career goals, um, got some higher education, climbed that corporate ladder, had some great success there, um, you know, met and got married to, to my now husband and was inside this life experience where I was growing professionally. I like to say I had this career life that was growing and I also had the spiritual life that was growing. And mm. to me, they felt like two separate worlds. Um, that's how I, I ran them, so to speak. I know now that you can't have two worlds, right? We're one person living one life. Mm. Um, and through that, there was just this time where I wanted more in my life again and was no longer feeling as fulfilled in my corporate career. And so made the decision it was time to do something on my own and leaving that corporate job, starting my own business. That was a real moment of there's nobody else here but me. <laughs> And before I relied on a paycheck, a benefits package, I got paid for my vacations, right? That you, I was relying on somebody else still for my, my success. And now all of a sudden being on my own, it was, okay, this is on you. And I would say that would, would be that third moment of recognizing, okay, there's no one coming to your rescue. And that doesn't mean I didn't have support. I didn't have help. I didn't have people that, that um, were part of that journey, but it was really that taking responsibility for your own results. So I would say those were kind of three key things in, in being that heroine. Mm, I love that Stacey. And I'm curious, did you always know? So, so I love that you're, that you grew up knowing that you're responsible for your life did you know who you were within that? Did you have that strong sense of this is who Stacy is? And mm. this is, this is who I'm showing up in the world as. Oh, it's such a great question. I it's a yes and a no for me. Um, I would say there was definitely, and I don't know where this came from, but now as a parent, I wonder how do I instill this in my own kids where they've got this they know their core values. Mm. I feel like I always knew the difference between right or wrong, right? I had a real um, good kind of focus and, and comp um, values compass. I think I always had that. Doesn't mean I didn't screw up or make bad decisions. <laughs> so Been there, there, done that, yeah. <laughs> but I knew my true north, right? And I knew yeah. when I was off. And one of my biggest fears was disappointing my parents, right? They, mm. they didn't yell at me. They didn't get, but I knew when I disappointed them. And so there was that and highly insecure as a teenage girl, 
um, really placed, um, what do people think of me? Um, do I fit in? Right. That was mm-hmm. really loud. So lacked confidence, um, lacked that as well. So, and again, I think, um, it's okay to have both pieces, but yeah, it wasn't always, oh yeah, here, here's who I am and I'm, I'm good to go. It's leaning into it. Yeah. I think it's, it's a process for sure. Right. And, and I love how you describe that, that there can be a part of you that's like, yeah, okay. I know who I am and you're also navigating life, right? That, that, how does that part of you show up? How does she, how do you feed her? How do you like really nurture her? protect her when she needs protecting within the context of, you know, and now we've got social media and, and all of this kind of FOMO stuff going on and the comparison and competition. And how do you navigate that? So how, how did you navigate that? And how do you navigate it now? Mm, Yeah. So when I was growing up, there was no social media, there was none of that. And so I think that's, um, something that that it's hard to even relate to right when I look at Mm -hmm. you know my soon-to-be teenage daughter and my niece and um, what they have to navigate as far as that peer pressure and and imaging and all of that uh, I don't it's never gone away for me it's something that I Mm -hmm. still lean into you know as I grow as a speaker teacher coach and I put myself out there Um, you know, will I be able to handle what people think? And what about the negative comments and criticisms? And so that's still very alive within me. And I think you asked, how did I navigate it? How do I navigate it? Um, It's really, well, how important is this to me? How important is it to play bigger, to achieve those goals, to try? And when I connect to that, impact and and what I want to achieve it's really weighing that over the consequence of of the criticism and you know it doesn't always win right I definitely play small at times Um, but that that's the piece I think that has been really helpful I love that and um I apologize my dogs are like this is real life this is how it happens (laughs) So yeah, I, I love that recognition that the social media wasn't there in the same way. And yet that, you know, in the language that we work with is paradigm of comparison, right. And recognizing that, okay, that's still there because I think honestly, and truly it, it never really, maybe it goes away for some people. I know for me, it hasn't gone away, but it's that choice about how to show up with that. Yeah. So, so what advice do you give your soon to be teenage daughter and what advice would you give yourself back, you know, back in the day? Mm, Good question. I, um, I always say, and I, it's follow, follow that intuition, right? Your heart knows your heart knows what feels right and what doesn't, and it will never steer you wrong if you pay attention to it. And if you listen to it, And so that's really, um, we ask our kids, I have three kids, they're, they're eight, 10 and 12. And we'll ask them often, what does your heart say? What do you feel? And hopefully really teaching them to pay attention and and to listen to that. I don't know. Well, I know that I wasn't taught that in those words, but again, there was just a part of me, I would say that intuitively 
knew that, okay, you're, you're pushing up against that boundary here. You know, this isn't right. And sometimes you choose to follow that path. Um, and, and many times I didn't, right. Because, because I knew what was important to me. So I think, I think that's what's important to you and, um, and what does that look like and what decision do you want to make here? And you're going to have to live with the consequences of that decision, positive or negative. Um, that that's really the piece. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. And what advice would you have for listeners who don't know what's important to them? maybe they've spent their entire life and they've never, they've never either felt safe. They didn't learn how to, but they don't have that relationship yet with, with their heart in that way that guides them. How, how would you suggest that they learn how to connect with that? Oh, that's a great question. So the person who um, maybe isn't as in tune to that um, and it's really developing a relationship with, with that innate knowing. And so first of all, I think it's important for everybody to know it's within you, if it's been developed or not, it's within you and you have access to it. And so building your belief that that inner guidance is there and we know it, right? We know when we say things like, Oh, I knew better. Something just feels off here. And, Oh, I, I shouldn't have done that. And, you know, right. We, we have it. It's just, are we listening? And one of the best ways that I know to develop that is to ask it questions and pay attention. Mm. We've got this perfect guidance system in our nervous system. And we're, we're so brilliantly designed that our nervous system reacts when we're on the right path. We feel good. We feel in alignment. We feel um, happy. And when we're off of that, you know, we feel anxious, we feel worried, we feel, right. It's, it's kind of a mm. shrinking feeling. And so I would say pay attention more to how you're feeling and trust mm. it and start mm. to ask it questions. Should I go here? Should I do this? What should I have for dinner? Um, is this person, um, are they for my best and highest interest? And, and just notice what your body is telling you. Um, mm. It shows up for each of us differently. Sometimes we see images, we, um, we can feel it in our gut. Sometimes it shows up in dreams, right? It, but it's talking to you. It's our job to pay attention to it and start noticing it. Mm, so true. And, you know, one of the things that I, uh, I offer to people is, is to even start with something really, really simplistic and easy. So, um, you know, for, for some people, maybe the question is, would I love coffee or would I love tea? Whereas would you love, what would you love to drink or what would you like to drink can feel a bit like overwhelming almost when you're sometimes at the start of the very, the very beginning of the process. Have you, have you ever experienced that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the either, or is a great way to do it, right? What, what does my body need from me right now? Water or a coffee? And there's a part of it. Well, no, I really want the coffee, but my body's saying water or tea, right? <laughs> and we're not always going to listen, but at least you're, you're noticing it. You're mm. noticing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then to that, I would also, you know, in, invite, and I'm sure you would say the same is, is absolutely. We can notice it. And sometimes we're going to make the choice that's not in our highest good. And we can actually do that without beating ourselves up. 
Yes, that's the key, right? Because as soon as we beat ourselves up, we go into resistance. And as soon as we go into resistance, we're no longer living our fullest potential. And so, yeah, make that choice. Say, you know what? I get it, but here's what I'm choosing anyways. And I'm going to enjoy that cupcake while I'm eating it or whatever it is. (laughs) Cupcakes, plural, perhaps. Yeah. (laughs) So, So for people who are on the journey of becoming their own heroine, often I find that there is forgiveness work that needs to happen. So I would love to hear your thoughts about that, your experience in, in guiding people through that process. Mm. Being that heroine of your own life really requires letting go of victimhood and victim Mm. energy. And as long as we're living in a place of this happened to me, this person did this to me, what we're really saying is somebody else is responsible for my life. Mm. And I'm at the mercy of other people's decisions and actions, and we're giving our power away. Mm. And so what forgiveness and why forgiveness is so powerful is what we're really doing is we're saying, hey, This happened, but I have the power to choose what story I'm going to tell myself about it and to take my power back. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things and misconceptions I believe about forgiveness is we think that when we forgive somebody, we're letting them off the hook. We're saying what you did is okay. And that's really not what forgiveness is. It's saying this happened And I'm choosing to be that heroine of my life here. I'm choosing not to let this dictate my future. I'm not going to give this energy anymore. And I'm really taking that power back and choosing what to do from here. And Mm. I've had a few (laughs) moments in my life where it would have been really easy to say, look what they did to me. This isn't fair. And to um, hang on to that. And I know if I wouldn't have forgiven and let it go, I would not be where I am today. Because when we're carrying that resentment, we're carrying that bitterness, we don't have that energy available to us to move forward and to grow and to dream and to become our best selves. And so I love that you're bringing that up because I think that that is an essential part of, of moving forward. Yeah. And, and I know when I first started leaning into forgiveness work, I absolutely, you know, there's, there was a big part of me. It's like, what do you mean? Forgive the, you know, fill in the blank. There's, there's lots of content there, but the more that I lean into it and do it consistently, exactly what you said, Stacy, I just feel this lightness. I feel this like flow of life energy coming to me. I can look at, you know, things, events, whatever that happened and have a level of peace. Right. And so, so it's that this, this thing that happened in the past is no longer controlling my future. I am choosing, Mm -hmm. I am choosing how to respond to this. I'm choosing how I want to show up to my life. Yeah. So powerful. Right. And, and I think it speaks to your whole theme of this podcast is the moment we take responsibility for our own life 
the moment we say, I, I get to decide, we're really claiming our power. And yeah. when we're in that victim energy, we're giving our power away. Um, but the moment you say, Hey, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking responsibility for my life and the experiences that's where oh, there's so much energy and, mm-hmm. and power and, um, and good that can come from that. Not easy, not always yeah. easy. Yeah. 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 You know, I think about superheroes and they have an origin story. And for me, that was like a big element that really helped looking at some of the experiences in my past to think, ah, what would it be like to actually frame that as an origin story for my best self? Mm, Like the Phoenix coming out of the ashes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have guides and mentors along the way? Oh, so many, so many. Um, as a kid, I was, you know, t- you hear the, uh, it takes a village to raise a, a child. I was raised by a village. Mm. I had incredible grandmothers and aunts and uncles and, um, and along with my parents. So those guides were incredible. Uh, early on in my business career, I had a phenomenal mentor and um, not only a mentor he was in business, but also life. And then as I started to grow my own business, you know, hired coaches and mentors. So I've, I don't know that I've never, ever not had a mentor. And again, I would say I was somewhat of an unconscious competent in that, mm-hmm. right? People mm-hmm. tended to find me or I found them, but it has been such an important part of my journey is, is having people who are, you know, a step ahead of me or two or three or four steps ahead of me on the journey that could guide, um, and coach and, um, question me and challenge Mm. me that it's been a huge, huge, huge part of, Mm. of where I am today. And, and I would say I will never be without those mentors or guides again, um, because of where it's taken me. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that, right. That they only need to be a few steps in front because they can actually really see the next step that you need to take because they were just there. Yeah. And I've had the privilege. So when I was in business, I had the privilege of mentoring as well. Mm -hmm. And I know people that had that, that had that mentorship, it would cut the learning curve down by three to five years. Right. So why wouldn't we accelerate that journey? Um, Yeah, it's, it's so important. And I think I did a video about this not too long ago, but it's, it's so funny when we're kids, we have natural mentors, we have parents, we have teachers, Mm. we have sports coaches. And then sometimes we get to be an adult and we think, oh, I'm supposed to have this thing figured out now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) And so we can tend to go it at our, on our own. Right. And and think, oh, I, I can't ask for help. It's a sign of weakness. And, mm. um, and I, I just don't believe, believe that's true. And this idea that everyone else has it figured out. Yes. That I'm the only one who doesn't know how to adult. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's that, oh, I don't want to ask a question. I don't want to look stupid or silly or what yeah. will people think it can trigger all those things. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So what challenges do you still face, right? This we're, we're on this journey, this life journey. And, and part of my intention with the podcast is to really 
open it up to people to see that we're all on a journey and we all have challenges. We all are on, you know, have some kind of learning edge along the way. And so what is that for you? What's your, what's your next level? What's your, you know, kind of current learning edge that you're really leaning into? It never stops. Does it Catherine? <laughs> we mm -hmm. think that, oh, when I just achieve <laughs> this goal, I'll be good. I'll be set. Right. When, when I have this Boring. amount of money in the bank or yeah. when I finish that race, then I'll be good. And it's just not the case, right? We're, we're meant to grow. We're meant to expand. And so for me, you know, I, I feel like I've got a pretty successful coaching business and speaking and, you know, really proud of what I've created. And I know that I'm put on this planet to do even more and to make more mm. of an impact. And so for me, really leaning into what does growth look like? doing some strategic planning over what does this next 12 months, setting some goals that scare the crap out of me. <laughs> high five, high five. Yeah. <laughs> and I think as a family too, um, you know, we're in a new era of, of raising our kids and what does, what does this next phase look like and what do we want to accomplish as a family and, and setting some goals there again, that are, are that stretch and, mm. um, and, I think another thing, you know, we talk about mentors. I also surround myself with peers who are doing more than I am and, mm. and they're challenging me and, you know, where it would be easy if you hang out with people who have just accomplished what you've accomplished, then it's easy to stay comfortable there. But I keep putting myself into rooms where, Ooh, look what they're doing. And that, that pushes and challenges um, and causes me to grow. And it's mm. scary. It's scary each and every single time. And I've been doing this now in my own business for, for seven years and, and mm. it hasn't stopped being scary. <laughs> so, so why do you keep doing it? I keep doing it. Um, you know, two of my core values are growth and impact. Mm. And I know that if I'm not growing, I'm dying. And mm. that's a, um, a little bit of a confronting statement, right? Um, I know I'm, I'm here to grow. I'm, I'm here to, and I, and I want to know that I leaned into everything that I was capable of. Mm. And I don't want to wonder what if, what mm. if. And I also believe in my heart of hearts that we are all designed for greatness. Mm. And I believe that the more I grow, the more I can inspire other people to grow and to make that impact on their lives. So without my own growth, I can't have the impact I want to have. And I can't have the impact without, right? So those two things go hand mm. in hand. Um, yeah, I don't think we're meant here to, I don't think we're put here to coast. Yeah. Um, we're, we're put here to grow and, and that's really important to me. I agree hundred percent. And I also, in my own life have noticed that there's a difference between, um, the goal setting, the growth, when it's aligned growth, when it's actually connected to how you want to show up in the world, what's important to you, what your dreams are, what your vision is. And then there's also a different type of growth that can have more of a push or scarcity or fear or condition based. I need to do this to be deserving. And it's a totally different experience. 
Uh, 100%. And I've lived in both. I So I can sh- say that for sure. When I first started my business, you know, I have three kids, my husband's a stay at home dad, you know, family of five, I had to put food on the table, like it was survival push, work hard energy. And yes, I was doing something I, I loved, but it was really coming from that scarcity and mm. fear energy. And it put me in the hospital. Like I was just working so hard and so long and it was, it was so fear-based that, yeah, it it impacted my health and and put me in the hospital. And and I'm grateful that that happened so early on in my business (laughs) because it was a great learning experience. And I said, not doing it this way anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love what you're saying, right? Do are your goals and those visions, is it, is it truly coming from that heart centered place? Mm-hmm. And, um, and when those two things are connected, it becomes, it's still a lot of work, um, but it's way more um, joyous. Yeah. Right. Cause we're all on this earth for a certain amount of time. We don't know how long and we're going to spend a life doing something. Yeah we're going to spend a life doing something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so for, for people, for listeners who are on the journey for some people, maybe they're just starting out. They're kind of like, I don't even, I don't even know how to do this. Ah, um, what advice would you have for them? Mm, What advice? I think, um, you know, a few of the things that we've talked about here is find those mentors, find those coaches, find those people who are one step ahead of you that can help you ask the right questions, Mm. point you in the right direction, and don't be afraid to ask for help. There's so much help out there. I think that's really important. And the second piece is, I would say, really getting quiet and and spend some time when you get to that deathbed. What do you want to have accomplished in your life? And really... um, I would say, do some, some work on what is that and just start that process, right? What do I want to create in my life? What do I want to be proud of? What, what difference do I want to have made? And, you know, we, we don't give ourselves permission. We get so busy in that day-to-day and the busyness that um, it's easy not to do that. Um, But I would say that those are the two places I think to, to start. Yeah. And knowing that it's never too late ever. It's never too late. It's never too late. So now where, where can our listeners get a hold of you? Um, How can they connect with you? Can you tell me a little bit about the people that you serve and support? Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, there are lots of ways you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, every week I send out, you know, a five minute transformational mindset tool. So just Stacy search Stacy Berger on YouTube and that should come up. I really support people in getting clear about what that dream is. And then how do you navigate from where you are to where you want to go? And what are the steps that, that you can take to really help you move forward? And so if you're somebody who's, you know, just feeling like I've lost myself, I've lost my passion, I, you know, don't know what my purpose is anymore, or I just, I'm feeling stuck. uh, Mm. Let's have a conversation and um, 
uh, can help you discover what that, what that is. Oh, fantastic. And I will include all of Stacy's contact information in the show notes. And then if they wanted to have a conversation, can I include a link in there as well? So they can connect with you directly. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Stacy, for your time, for your wisdom. I'm so grateful to have had this, this opportunity to have this conversation. And for all of the listeners, if you could do all the podcast things like liking, subscribing, et cetera, et cetera, that would be fantastic. So thank you and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.